to Talking Element. I'm Michelle G. We're currently in week six of the Songs of Ascent, which brings us to Psalm 125 this week and our theme being steadfastness. And I'm happy to be joined here by my friend, Allison Anderson. Hi. <laughs> so Allison, uh, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? I moved to the Central Coast uh, in like 2014, but my husband and I moved away to the Bay Area for a little while and then out to Texas to be with family. And Not just Texas. Yeah. Texas. Rural Texas. <laughs> like the sticks is where I was living for almost two years. My husband's name is Jared and our kids are Annalie, she's two, and then our son is Olin and he is 10 months. You're Texas. A souvenir. Yes, our <laughs> Texas souvenir. And he was born in Texas, but we're saying that he's a Californian. There you go. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we moved back here almost five, six months ago and plugged back into Element here and excited to be back. We're very happy to have you back. Thanks. So Allison, I'm going to kick us off by going through the psalm for this week. So again, this is Psalm 125. This is the message translation. Those who trust in God are like Zion Mountain. Nothing can move it, a rock-solid mountain you can always depend on. Mountains encircle Jerusalem, and God encircles his people, always has and always will. The fist of the wicked will never violate what is due the righteous, provoking wrongful violence. Be good to your good people, God, to those whose hearts are right. God will round up the backsliders, corral them with the incorrigibles. Peace over Israel. Does anything stick out to you in that psalm? I love that mountain imagery of God. Obviously there are many, you know, surrounding this area where the psalmist is writing from. I just love that image of stability yeah. and strength. And just how vast it is really. Yeah. I mean, the fact that we can't see all sides of the mountain at once. Like we can't see yeah. all of the steadfastness at one time. You know, it's almost like we get little chunks of it depending on what our view is. And then we take a few steps in another direction and we get to see another part of the mountain, another part of God's steadfastness. It's just, um, it's such a beautiful image. So steadfastness. So mm -hmm. what's interesting is we were, we were talking about this theme in this week for Talking Element and you were one of the First people that came to mind just because <laughs> I know your story of what you've been going through the last few years and mm -hmm. you know you glossed over your move but there's a lot more mm -hmm. to that would you kind of mind sharing about just the the season and some of the you know the difficulties and challenges that you and your family have gone through I grew up in an environment where there was a lot of change all the time with my family and I never really felt like um, things were settled. Um, I went through several parental divorces and there was a lot of just things, parts were always moving in my family. And when I was um, 12, I had gone away to a church camp and the thing, the verse that led me to Jesus was Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever mm -hmm. in Hebrews. And there was something about the unwavering love of God that was so attractive to me because all that I had seen throughout my life was just change and ups and downs and people coming and people going. And it really was the stability that <clears throat> that God offers to us that really was so attractive to me mm -hmm. from such a young age. Uh. And so 
as I walk forward with God, I think that because that's the quality that ultimately drew me to him in the beginning, it's been the one consistent thing for me. And so when I see these changes, it's almost like I get to hear God whisper to me, like, remember, I'm the same. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I will be your stability, (laughs) even in this, Uh that, you know, this may be a bigger valley, like deeper valley or a higher peak, but even in this, I am here. We've had several big moves, as I said, we moved mm-hmm. from Santa Maria to the San Francisco Bay Area. Before we left, I started to experience a lot of just kind of, um, I guess the way I'll refer to it is like spiritual unrest. Mm-hmm. I knew that it was going to be a big season and I knew that something big was coming, but I didn't know what it was. Had some relationship challenges that Jared and I were working through. Um, and in that same time, I also found out that I was pregnant <laughs> with our first. And that was after I, season of infertility, right? That's- so we had struggled for about a year to get pregnant. And so we had decided before we moved up to the Bay Area that what we were going to do is take a break and just you know not worry about it give my body a chance to rest and heal and at a later time we'll revisit the conversation but no no God has different plans <laughs> it just was so interesting that um the timing of it the same week that we started having some of our challenges in our marriage was the same week that I found out that I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And as I asked God, I was so overwhelmed being in a new place, being away from community, having all of these changes happen. And I felt so broken and in a place that made me feel like I didn't know how to step forward. I didn't know what I was gonna do. And God reminded me in that time that I didn't have to worry about the circumstances. It's inevitable that circumstances were gonna change, that there's going to be hard seasons. And I didn't have to try to figure that out. I didn't have to sit there and figure out how I was going to resolve everything because I love to be in control. (laughs) I love to take things into my own hands. And I think that God is so sweet in saying, can you trust me? Can you trust what we've built? Can you trust that I have what's best for you in mind, that I love you and I'm not going to allow harm to come to you and it is going to be okay. Do you trust my character? Because you know from the very beginning that my character is unchanging. Mm -hmm. And that was what carried me through that season. Every time that it was hard, it was like, I don't know how I can trust that things are not going to fall apart, but I can trust God. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we made it through this really challenging season, and we were blessed with the birth of our daughter. And there was some challenges with that <laughs> because I, you know, broke my ankle and had all of that on top of taking care of a newborn. I had to have major I surgery. About that. I just now, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I could not walk to go get our daughter out of the crib because I literally couldn't walk at all. <laughs> So it was challenging. I don't know you how know, else it's to say it. You know, it's in all those what to expect <laughs> when you're expecting books. I missed your that angle. chapter. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they took that chapter out of my what to expect book. Yeah, I think we made it through that season and it really strengthened um, 
our marital relationship. I think it, it um, really strengthened my walk with the Lord and um, have this, we have this experiential knowledge of grace now mm-hmm. um, that has just been so beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the beautiful gifts from that season. That's why we named our daughter Annalie. It means um, grace. And that was what we got to carry with us when we went to Texas and went through these really big family struggles. My dad was diagnosed with cancer. And, and that's why you went out there, right? My dad and stepmom sold their home. You know, escrow went through and they were moving to Texas. They found out that my dad's cancer was back. Diagnosed with stage four metastatic melanoma and it had spread um, in his lymph nodes and it eventually had you know, spread to his brain. And there was just a lot there that it had happened. And they had zero community. We decided, we prayed about it, Jared and I talked about it, and we knew that we needed to go. Support my dad and my stepmom as they fought literally for my dad's life. There were times it was really isolating. We didn't really have community out there ourselves. And that idea of it's hard to pour from an empty cup, we definitely experienced that. It was like we had, God gave us enough. We had enough to be able to pour out, but not a lot of overflow in that Mm -hmm. season. Unfortunately, my dad lost his battle with cancer. Um, But um, the time that we had with him was so sweet. And I think that to be able to be there with my dad as he wrestled with his faith and wrestled with this concept of the goodness of God and struggled with understanding why something like this would happen to him and still be able to say that God is good even in the midst of all of that. It's definitely something that I will carry with me for the future. Mm -hmm. It's like that moment where you realize this hurts like heck and I don't know how I'm going to move forward and even still you are good. It's like it, when you learn how to be able to get to a place where you can say that. Like, Surrender to yeah, This hurts and I don't know how I'm gonna carry it. And even still, I believe you are good. I mean, I think that's kind of just the overarching theme of the past, the, this past few years for us. It's like there's been so much hurt, so much change, so much upheaval in our family. And yet, even still, God, you are good. Thanks so much for sharing that. You know, just how raw some of that pain still is. And yeah, I appreciate you sharing from your heart like that. It's really, truly inspiring to be, you know, a a friend to you and in the same church body and to see not just your individual steadfastness, but your family's steadfastness in the way really that's um, been modeled to your kids. At such a young age like that's powerful they're gonna look back and they're gonna want to know the why is behind this crazy story of you leaving the <laughs> bay area for rural texas <laughs> and to tell them why we feel god led us here it's funny that you know the past few years it's almost like i can't imagine anything different it resonated with me a lot when aaron's in aaron's message where it talks about you know, there is a difference between doubt and unbelief. And I really appreciated that because um, there are a lot of moments when I have had doubt. And I think that the enemy likes to say, if you're doubting God, then you're not believing in him. Mm -hmm. And there's that 
that portion and heaping of shame that I think can come with that. And I think that the moments where I've had doubt in my walk have been some of the most beautiful moments because it gives me an opportunity to be able to walk forward with God and to be able to get answers from him. Mm -hmm. In my mess, in my brokenness, I can come to him angry for the circumstances. And he's not angry with me back. He just loves me and holds me and, and guides me. As I think about that time, it's like, I can't imagine walking away from God. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's not an option for me. Mm -hmm. He is the one thing that will always, the one person that will always be in my life. So now that you're back, and I know we've talked about how you're excited to get back into gospel community, because that was something that was important to you before you guys left Element, and now you're coming back. What do you, what do you anticipate as far as community, you know, impacting your journey of steadfastness? How does community either help or hinder that process? Overall, I can say that community is such a blessing. (laughs) It's also difficult, Mm -hmm. I mean, because we are human and we say the wrong things and we do the wrong things. and, um, And there have been times before where I have felt like I shared and I was very raw and exposed and and I almost felt stupid for Mm -hmm. sharing in Mm -hmm. community I've had those moments but I would say far and above I've also had a lot of really sweet moments from the body of Christ Mm -hmm. and from friends and fellowship and being able to have someone see you in your struggle and to be able to really live out that idea of you know weeping with those who weep and rejoicing with those who rejoice being able to have people who can remind me of the love and grace of god when i am stuck in bitterness anxiety hurt grief Mm -hmm. (laughs) all these feelings and emotions that have been coming up for me and at various points in the last season it's so sweet to be able to have somebody who just can see that to have people around us who can see that and love us in the messy way that we handle it in times that we don't handle it well Mm -hmm. and to be able to encourage us to keep going Mm -hmm. um i think that that's going to be invaluable to us Mm -hmm. moving forward i I'm so, so grateful for that here. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited for the opportunity to get connected to a gospel community. And for our children too. I mean, our, our children have really only known isolation. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, my daughter, since we've moved back, has just been learning what it means to make friends and going to church, making friends <laughs> at church. I mean, it's, it's really sweet to see her learning how to navigate all of that as well. Um, So I'm excited to be able to have our kids learn about this and Mm. as we still figure it out. I don't think we have it right either. (laughs) Thank you for that. I I love that. That's a very honest answer because it is risky. Yeah, you're right. It's like in spite of those risks, there's something so sweet about Mm. 
being together, about how God created us to share in the joy and pain with the people around us. Mm. And hopefully with Jesus at the center, we get it right, you yeah. know, as right as we can on a human level. Yeah. But I love that, that you guys are committed to that notion of community, mm. that you understand the value of that. Absolutely. Well, Allison, thank you so much just for sharing from your heart and from being here with us today. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a pleasure. And for you watching or listening, thank you so much for joining us today. We will see you next time.